Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN. It's 349. Thanks for joining us. Menopause. Very few women talk about it or you talk about it, you know, very quietly. They say the average age of menopause is 51, but people go through it at all different times. Their late 30s to their early 40s, even their late 50s or their late 60s. And depending on your peer group, depending on your family members, you may go through it alone. Some people will not talk about it, and that leaves others feeling isolated. And there's a new feeling like, hey, maybe we can celebrate menopause instead of dreading it, that it doesn't have to be a negative milestone. And I think somebody that buys into that thought is our guest, Jessica Barak. She's the founder of the Instagram community, What the Menopause. Hey, Jennifer, thanks for joining us. Hello, how are you? Good. So do you celebrate it? Did you celebrate it? Absolutely. Every day. I laugh about it, celebrate it. Being in perimenopause is one of the most painful and hilarious uh, things that's happened to me, for sure. (laughs) And did you have people in your family to talk about it with, or did you rely on friends, or is that what prompted you to start this Instagram community? Yeah, no, absolutely. I I mean, I've spoken to my mom about it. We're very open about it. Um, but really, the Instagram community, it did grow out of my own kind of cathartic need to kind of make light of the feelings that I was going through. Um, and it's really resonated with just women all over the world. And where are you based? So I'm in London. Uh, the majority of the Instagram community is actually in the U.S. Um, But we have followers from everywhere, all around the world. I bet. Something came up in our conversation last week. Everybody here was watching The Golden Bachelor. Of course, you're probably familiar with The Bachelor. Uh And and one of the women who is in her 60s said, you know, you start to feel invisible. And I thought it was interesting because you addressed that. Talk to me about the invisibility that women feel once they go through menopause. Yeah, absolutely. I think that I think we're we're tired of the narrative about middle-aged, you know, women and aging women kind of it's, it's been viewed through a very negative lens. Um and many women do feel really invisible, disregarded and even worthless. Um and as we're navigating these very kind of drastic hormonal shifts through perimenopause and menopause, um it severely impacts depression, anxiety, mental health. Um, but I think this generation actually is one that is saying, nope, I am not willing to sit idly by and dim the light or fade into the background. But, you know, I'm digging deep and I am going to embrace this time. Um, but, yeah, it can feel very lonely. Um, but women are stepping forward and kind of being very empowered through this time and really pushing forward with a sense of joy and celebration and even reverence and a new kind of, you know, I don't give a attitude. (laughs) (laughs) And and I've been reading about menopause parties here in the U.S. Is that happening in the U.K. as well? Yes, it is. It's happening in the the U.S. It's happening in the U.K. and in Europe and Australia. 
Women are throwing parties to celebrate perimenopause, being in perimenopause, entering menopause, all of the phases of menopause. Um, and they're just celebrating this new sense of self in midlife. And I think it's really part of a movement that's embracing the next phase and kind of, you know, putting a stake in the ground and claiming our own presence and space in the world. I think it's important because less than a hundred years ago, women would be institutionalized because they thought they yes. were going crazy because they were having hot flashes and they're, they're like, Oh, you got it. They are not with it anymore. You've got to put them away. And we now know Absolutely. how archaic that was. And I think it's important that we talk about it so we can talk about hormone replacement therapy or how to yes. deal with hot flashes and the many issues that come with menopause. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, talking about it is the most important thing that we can do to remove the shame, remove the stigma. Um, and, you know, we should all want to get old. We should all really embrace aging because we all want to be we want to be old. We want to live as long as possible. And so it's just crazy to think that there is so much stigma attached to it. If you really think about it. Somebody just said, Lisa, this is via our text line. Lisa, are you kidding me? The only good thing about going through menopause is that I don't have a period anymore. I hate the hot flashes, the very low libido, the beginning to forget things. I hate it, hate it, hate it. I got a hysterectomy at 34 and started getting hot flashes. Uh, I didn't know at the time that 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 was that. Every woman goes through yeah. it differently. There are the lucky few who don't experience it at all. I'm 65 and still getting flashes. Look, I was diagnosed with um, endometrial carcinoma at 36, and they took my ovaries. And yes, going through that at 36 is absolutely miserable. But I think when yeah. we can talk about it and talk about our options, it's got to alleviate yeah. some of that misery. Absolutely. And and that's the that's the point is that there are options available and that's why it's so important that people are speaking to their healthcare providers, having a conversation about hormone replacement therapy, which has just proven to, you know, all those all those scary research has been debunked. It's safe, it's helpful, you can feel like yourself again and you know, there's just so much that you can do to feel to feel okay. Jason just sent in a text. He said, my wife had started perimenopause and we couldn't be happier for her to finally get to menopause. Our seventh child was a pandemic. Oops. And menopause means no more of that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love it. There's a reason to celebrate. So any suggestions if somebody wants to throw a menopause party, what they should do? Should they do it at their home? Should they do it at a bar or a retreat? Uh, what, What should they do? What do you suggest? Absolutely. I think the main thing is knowing what you want to take away from it. So, you know, are you celebrating it as like a coming of age or, you know, do you want it to be quite soulful? Do you want to blow off steam and just celebrate with your girlfriend? So if you can decide, you know, what your intentions are, then you can create whatever you like. You could do, you know, like a wild swimming and hiking or you could go to a winery and just, you know, have a wonderful intoxicated time or, you know, you can get a tarot reader and a group of girlfriends and something more spiritual. I mean, honestly, the options are endless and you can really do this in any way that you like. I would say the most important thing is invite women who celebrate life with you because you want to feel empowered. Absolutely. There it is, a menopause party. And tell everybody about your Instagram page again, your account. 
Yes, so we are What the Menopause, and we are all about helping women feel seen, validated, and celebrated in midlife and menopause. Follow her on the gram, What the Menopause. Thanks for joining (laughs) us, Jennifer. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Steve's News is next from the North. Steve's News is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Chicago's very own WGN.